Welcome to the Growing Green Landscapes Podcast with Jeremiah Jennings. While still in his early 20s, Jeremiah already runs a successful six-figure lawn maintenance company. Listen in as he and his guests share the things that have brought them success that can help you in your business. As a young entrepreneur in the green industry, Jeremiah emphasizes the tips and tricks involved in running a lawn maintenance business while discussing the principles applying to all small businesses. If you're wanting to grow, become profitable and professional, you're in the right place. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another show today here on the Growing Green Landscapes podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and I am very excited to bring to you another guest episode. Uh, we are really on a roll with these, and I'm going to keep them coming as we head in, head through the fall into the winter. Uh, a lot of cool topics coming up, and uh, I'm just I'm excited for where these go. I get so much value out of them, and I hope you do as well out there listening. And today we have none other than Trey Lambert uh, with Lambert Lawn Solutions on the show today. Uh, Trey was actually a, a guy that I got to hook up with at GIE. So the power of networking in and of itself right there uh, is, is the proofs in the pudding. Of I, I went to GIE, I got to meet Trey, and now we're about to do a banger of a show. I just I guarantee you, you're going to get a lot out of this. So uh, Trey, how are you doing tonight, man? Good, man. How you doing, Jeremiah? I am good. I am good. Uh, we're sitting here. The Braves are playing the World Series. Uh, by the time this is out, we'll probably know who the winner is. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll get a yeah. maybe get a little chop going or something. Go Braves and, and kind of cheer them on to the end. But uh, I, I'm excited yeah. to see what happens with it. We're uh, I'm from Birmingham, so we don't have any professional sports around us. So, like, Atlanta is who we go. We always go for the Falcons and the Braves. And so, yeah. the Braves have pretty much, I mean – there's no way to put it. Besides the last two years, I've sucked the last 15 years. So uh, they, they're finally having a good year. And so we're Trey's actually a mutual connection that I met out of uh, from meeting Alex Kirby with Trifecta. And so we were sitting here talking before we hit record. Alex is a huge diehard Braves fan. And uh, I don't know. In the moment that we're recording this, he's probably biting his nails because it's it's a nail biter of a game right now. Uh, I think it's it's the typical baseball game. You know, one nothing. It's it's a nail biter. <laughs> You know, uh, I I haven't been keeping up. I've, I've kept up with a little bit, but just for his sake, yeah, I would love to see the Braves win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're telling me how he was. He, they were in the the conference, the championship at GIE, and he was freaking out. It wasn't even the World Series, and he was already freaking out. So I can't imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine seeing him right now. But uh, that that's just a little side note. We love sports. We love baseball, football, all that down here in the South. But uh, we got Trey on here today to talk about uh, a lot of different things that, that I know we're going to go into. Uh, I'm excited for where this is going to go. I, I don't really know. It's not scripted. I don't. I don't script my episodes, guys. I, I, if you've listened any amount of time, you know that we just come in and we we get to the nitty gritty. We have good conversation, and whatever whatever comes out comes out, and it's the real life stuff that we get into. And I'm excited to, for that today because I believe we're going to get into a lot of good stuff. So Trey, uh, kind of tell us how you got started, kind of your background in the industry because you're yeah. you haven't been doing it that long, I don't think, uh, from what little bit um, I know about you. And uh, tell us how you got into it and and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, yeah. So this is well, this will actually be our fourth year of business. So we've been we've been doing it for a little bit um, as an, as an actual business. But while I was in college, um, I was cutting lawns, um, throughout college, working a couple of jobs. I love cutting grass. I love being outside. Um, I've got a baseball background, so I actually went to go, I signed to play college ball. Um, didn't end up playing college ball cause I, that summer, it was my first summer off not playing. And I just realized how burnt out I was. Um, but I came from a background of playing baseball. So I just was always obsessed with like turf, turf management making grass look good you know instant gratification stuff um so so that's kind of where I, that's where i've got all my background anyway so you went from baseball what made you get into starting a landscaping company so i just i i loved i loved the turf management side of stuff um and when i was in college we i graduated from a local college so when i graduated i already i had like 63 accounts um so i was like i don't want to give this up um, I, I, I loved it too much. So, um, you know, within the green industry, like you and I both know, there's so many different avenues you can take. Um, so when I graduated, I, I graduated with a business management degree and, and, um, I was like, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah. And, uh, so just kind of, kind of dove into it and, uh, just started, started cutting grass, man. Just, just one of those guys in the mower. So were you actually in the field when you were in college? Cause I know I did one year of college, uh, while running the business and, I didn't. I, I didn't have sixty three clients, and I was stressed out to the max. So, were you were you actually still mowing, or yeah. did you have guys doing that while you were in school? 
No, I was still doing most of it. I, I had a wow. couple helpers at the time. My brother was one of them. Um, but I, I had to go switch to online classes because uh, because I was just busy all the yeah. time. Um, yeah. So was was mostly online for the last two years of college. I was I was online doing classes because I was working all the time. So, so as somebody who as somebody who's running a successful business now and has gone through college, what would your advice? And this isn't for everybody out there. Now don't don't get yeah. can't can't sue Trey for whatever he says here on yeah. the show. But yeah. uh, it, was college worth it to you? I mean, I know that's a big topic today. <laughs> is do you really go it to college? Is. Do you just drive into the industry? What do you do? I mean, would you go back it's if you if you had to go back? Would you do the same thing again, or would you change it? I would change it for sure. Okay. Um, you know, I was I was going there because I was always kind of told it's it's safe. You can get that piece of paper. It's that I literally just had a conversation with this with a buddy of mine a couple of days ago. But it took me six years to get my bachelor's degree, mm. which I, I just man, it was it was tough. College was tough for me. I was always wanting to be. I, I just I hated sitting down in class all day. Yeah. Um, and I was telling one of my buddies, I was like can you imagine how far I'd be in my life right now with my landscaping business? If I had six years under my belt, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, but when, when I was, when I was in high school graduating, it was kind of like everybody, you, you kind of had to do it if you wanted to be quote unquote successful. Yeah. And, that was just the and, thing to uh, do. Yeah. And, it, uh, I think the world is changing. I think people are realizing how many people need like a, like to go to a trade school or even just do whatever you're passionate about. Cause you have the drive um, and you have the want <laughs> in these days, if you want to work, you're going to be successful. Yeah. Like that's, it's going to happen. Um, so, uh, so no, I, I, man, I gotta, I gotta say it. I, I don't think, uh, I think, I think I, I wasted. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't say I wasted, but I, but I did. I mean, yeah, but that's okay. I mean, I know people that, that I know a lot of people have done that. They, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, you learned stuff out of college. You obviously, you took your business management. So you had, you got some stuff out of it, but, yeah. It's like you're saying, where would you have been if you had those six years to further your business? Six years. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, we're four years, we're four years in it now and, and we're, we're much further along than I could ever imagine. Yeah. And like the opportunities are endless, you yeah. know? And so it, it makes me so mad, but Hey, I can't go back. All I can do is move forward. That's right. That's right. You just, and, and it kind of goes into everything that we've talked about before on the show is learn from your failures. Uh, I mean, and I wouldn't consider college a failure, but you, yeah. you definitely, you, like you said, you, you think you wasted some of the time. Some of it was, yeah. you failed some of the time and you didn't do everything you could have done. So yeah. you learned from that. You didn't just, you didn't just sit back and be like, ah, well, it's fine. We'll move on. You learn from that. And you know what not to do. And you can give advice to young guys coming up now. Yep. And that's, and that's the main thing is, is uh, just educating and, and, and letting guys know, uh, you know, you, you can chase whatever you want. And that's kind of the, that's the beauty of living where we live um, now is just the freedom of doing what you really want to do. I mean, if you want to start a landscaping business, you can. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, there's, like I said, if you have the drive and the want, that's, that's it. Nothing man. can hold you back if you really, if you really want to do it. But, yeah. and, and, you, and, 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 you know, too, being a business owner, like we go through so many trials, like for sure it's up and down. It's a, it's a disaster of a roller coaster. But at the end of the day, like I wouldn't have any other way. Really, I love it. So. I, I love it. I'm the same way. I wouldn't go back. I, I, I'm not going to work for somebody. That's the thing. I, I'm just not yeah. doing it. Um, yeah. I was actually doing a, a podcast with somebody the other day, and they were saying that it, it was um, the reason that they were doing it was because they were so broke they would never go back. And and yeah. it, when you when you become a slave to somebody as an, as an employee, and, and I'm not everybody that is not meant to be a business owner. That's just the fact of it. Uh, it if, if everybody was that way, nobody would have successful businesses because you could have good employees to run them and, and that type of stuff. But uh, yeah. he, he learned what he, he – he came from somewhere, and he was like, I'm never going to be that way again. And, and so he decided he wasn't. So he had the drive to stick stick out his new business, and now he's grown it into a $600,000 company. Um, so yeah. it, it's – he had the drive. He had the one, and that's what you were hitting at right yeah. there was if you have it, yeah. you can get it. If you have it and, and, you know, there's a lot of guys, especially that I know from, from my early, you know, going into college, there's a lot of guys that really don't have the drive yeah. and that's nothing, that, it's nothing against them. It's just, you know, that's just who they are. Everybody's meant to be their own person and everybody's, everybody will have success. However, people want it. Um, but I feel like, you know, for sure, my, my mindset and, and my way about life, 
Um, you know, college really wasn't for me. And I think there's a lot of people out there like me that just feel like that's the safe thing to do. But after you've gone through it, you're like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta just, you know, it just doesn't work out. Yeah. So. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Well, man, uh, kind of, let's just dive into the business. What do y'all do? It's Lambert Lawn Solutions. So, yeah. uh, tell us a little bit about all, what all the services that y'all offer and, uh, how you're growing and, and expanding your services now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, lawn and landscape maintenance, uh, we got into, we got heavy into a commercial, um, contracts last year. So, um, one thing that I uh, moved forward to on is about two years ago, I really started pursuing it because I knew it would pay off in the long run was year round contracts for our residential stuff. So anything that was on our mowing route in the past, I really started pushing year round maintenance. Mm-hmm. So getting on those 12 month service agreements, uh, you know, at first kind of sucked because we didn't have really much money coming in. Um, but you know, by, by the end of the year, you know, winter months, you're having that consistent check come in and that's nice. So, um, we moved towards that and our all our maintenance stuff. Um, we're doing, um, spraying and fertilization. So we, we started doing that last year, um, hired my first, uh, full-time spray tech, uh, here this guy had been two months ago. So, we're growing that. We're going to really hammer that here for marketing early spring. Um, so we'll have that route going. And uh, we'll, I think that's going to be a really big um, scalable um, part of my business. So we'll be able to scale that pretty significantly. Um, and then uh, landscape, um, landscape maintenance, landscape enhancement, landscape installations, dirt, sod, and uh, irrigation. So we've been doing a lot of irrigation repairs, irrigation installations, uh, and just uh, really really cranking it out. We've, we sold some really big jobs lately to, um, to like commercial, just commercial maintenance accounts we've had. So now we've got them on our, uh, you know, literally doing the maintenance on the irrigation, doing the spray and fertilization, um, doing the maintenance, uh, you know, mowing and maintenance, landscape maintenance, and then Christmas lights. So we've got all of them. Like we've got, man, I don't know how many people we've got now, but on the 12 month contracts service agreements, sorry, contracts is a little intimidating word, but service yeah. agreements. Yeah. Yeah. So that, hey, that's smart there. It's so we're trying to narrow down our client base. So, so shorten up our client base on like a resident, you know, residential mowing and whatnot, um, and really try to have an all inclusive package and then just, just rock and roll with that. Well, that, and that fits your name really well. Uh, you're the solution to their lawn. I mean, that, that yeah. I like that. It really fits, fits nice because, uh, if you just have landscapes or lawn maintenance or landscaping, like you never know really what it is. And I, I'm kind of a fault to that. My growing green landscapes, people always ask me, well, what do you do to do this? Do you do that? For you, it's you're the solution to all their lawn needs. So that, that's cool that yeah. you're growing that way. Um, I'm thinking next year on my trailer, I'm going to put we're the solution to your lawn and then I'm going to put Bash Jeremiah Jennings. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's a good marketing <laughs> tool right there. Uh, I I love it. I love it. So, uh, Hey, if you want to be, I mean, you gotta, gotta be flashy. You gotta have something good like that. Uh, I mean, solution to your lawn. That's, that's good. That's good. If you start, if you, if you uh, trademark that, just, just make sure you give me the credit for it. So, you know, it it always, (laughs) I I love it. I love it. Just having fun here guys. But so (laughs) you've done all that. How many employees are you sitting at right now? So I've got eight guys. Okay, eight yeah, guys. Are those full time, part time, a little bit of both? Right now, so I had two guys that were uh, that were part time, um, but I'm I'm probably gonna make them full time till till December because we're so busy right now. Cool. Um. So so got eight employees right now. Got a full time office admin, uh, one manager, and uh, and you know our goal for next year is to double that. So we'll hopefully have sixteen guys next year. Wow. So um, you're really trying and, to grow. Uh, yeah 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 i really i really am we've taken it we've taken it pretty slow the last four years you know just to kind of get our feet underneath and not you know overwhelm us with growth but but to grow efficiently you know and, and effectively yeah um so so i we're, we're at the point now where we have we have to grow you know we can either stay where we're at or we grow and uh and you know just double what we're doing now yeah and i know that comes with a lot of trials in a lot of errors, but I think we're, uh, we've got the right team, the right mindset and the experience behind us that, that it should be, it should be pretty good for them. So we can kind of take this uh, a couple directions here. We're trying to probably yeah. kind of dive into a couple different topics, but let's go ahead and hit on, this is what we were talking about before we, me and Trey talked about this at GIE and kind of talk about, uh, the, how you've grown your business. So you've grown and you, and your big thing that you say is invest in yourself before you invest in anything else. Uh, yep. whether it be equipment or, or 
software or whatever it is, always make sure you invest in yourself as the owner operating your business when you're starting out. So how have you, how have you taken that and hand in hand grown your business from uh, 60 yards coming out of college with you and a couple helpers to uh, four years in, you now have eight full-time guys and you're looking at double next year. Um, what yeah. kind of hit on some things there that go hand in hand between the investing in yourself and then the, the steps you've taken to actually grow your business like that. Yeah. So, you know, like I, we, we, me and you had kind of talked about before, you know, investing in myself was the most important thing. Um, I, I had a vision of what I wanted to do and what I wanted to be. Um, I wanted to make a good living doing this and being in this industry. Um, and I got to the point where I just became absolutely stuck. Did not know where to go from there. I saw these big companies and I'd see all these trucks and I saw these guys and everything look good. And I was like, man, I want that so bad, but how in the world do I do that? You know? Yeah. Um, so I'd say, you know, beginning of last year, I invested in a business coach um, and and really put, you know, put a lot of money into investing in myself and, and self-learning and growth. Um, and that right there was kind of really the beginning of growing efficiently because I, I had the knowledge behind what to do, you know? Um, another thing that really helped me, Jeremiah is, uh, just paying off all my debt, um, rolling everything we made into equipment. So we went from, uh, we went from like two, well, I said that we went from, I, I went and financed a, a commercial mower, um, borrowed, borrowed some money and would get to the point where I'd be so stressed out about making those payments. It's like, what am I doing? So I sold that unit and bought something used, um, Luckily, I'm, I'm mechanically inclined, so I know how to I know I know how to work some yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Work on some stuff. Um, so body used mower. Knew I would have some small problems, but hey, I was like, I don't want the debt. You know, I'm going into the winter for sure. So bought that, and literally, I started rolling all the profits into the business. So we started out with two V rides, and now we have ten. You know, and that's within uh, two years. So we got you know ten Skag V rides. Um, one turf tiger. I started any money we were making. I'm putting in the business, putting in the business, putting in this, just eliminating all my debt. You know, trying to stay, stay, stay tight on money, and then just having my only overhead as in uh, labor cost. You know, and obviously fuel and maintenance. But um, I, I, I wanted to grow without having that. Um, you know, without having to having to work to make the payments. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was really that that made my life a lot less stressful, you know, because I was you didn't have that hanging over you. I mean, that's the thing. No. And and about having that, you can kind of uh, if if you ever did fall on hard times, something happened, you have 10 V rides to sell and make yep. 40 or 50 thousand dollars. I mean, more than that. So uh, that, yeah. that's a good thing in having it. So let me ask you this. Uh, when it comes to taxes over the over those three, four years here, as you've doubled and, and you've bought all those V-Rides, you've invested back into the business. Are you showing, did you yeah. show losses? Did you could, uh, well, here, here's what I mean by that. So yeah. you're, when you're trying to grow your business, you're investing in, you're spending a bunch of money and yeah. uh, you're not going to show a lot of net profit. You're making money, yeah. but you're not going to show a lot of net profit. Exactly. At, do you have a shop? How is that? How are you set up? Do you have a mortgage? Like, have you had to finance anything like a shop uh, for a mortgage or anything like that? Or are you, are you at the place where you can show net losses right now to, to invest in your business and, and you yeah. don't need that in, you don't have to show the proof of income. Cause like in my case, uh, I, we were just at different stages of life when we were in our businesses. In my case, I'm married, I have a house. So like I have to show net income and it's hard for me yeah. to go out and spend 10 or $15,000 at one time on a mower because there, there goes yeah. all my income. It's just, it shows yeah. that. So how yeah, have you so, kind of done that? Man, so this is this is part of like the the not glorious. Like you can see people on Instagram and whatnot, and man, they say like they're killing it. And and the behind the scenes, it's not as pretty as it usually is. Yeah. It's uh, real I life. listen to a lot of if you if you listen to Andy Frischella, you know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. Um, the dude just, you know, invested everything. Um, so I had a house uh, about two two years ago. I had a house, um, mortgage and everything. And when I got really serious about growing my business, I sold my house. Really? Actually, I, I, I live um, in one of my old bedrooms in high school with my mom. Dude, I and, love uh, it. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't have a house right now. I've, I've just poured everything I've got into my business because I really believe um, it's going to happen. Yeah. So uh live here. Uh, I, I uh, and then use my uh, my mom's old shop. You know, that's, yeah. where, that's where our headquarters are. So, um, man, I just don't uh, I don't have a really huge um, big setup, but, um, I've invested over the last couple, but of you've years put yourself that. in the position where in three to four years, you're going to be at that point and, and you're going to yeah. be able to do it debt free. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah. And I don't, uh, you know, it's one of those things that just don't have a lot of flashy, fancy things, but yeah. you're just really just putting it in and uh, knowing that it's going to happen. And, and that's why I've, I love Andy Fursella so much. You know, he's very explicit about what he says. Yeah. But sure. the, the, but he's real. Like he's yeah. real. And and you don't start out, you don't start out with brand new Azuzus and, and brand new Toros and, and all that stuff uh, and expand and, and want to grow because you get to a bad point. And I've, I've talked to so many different companies, different people and so many people that have, you know, I've heard stories about them going under because they've over leveraged themselves. And so, I, I know what I want to do with my future and I kind of pretty much just put all the, I put all the chips on, put all the chips in and, yeah. and, and it's making it happen. Well, that's cool. I, that's cool. Uh, and guys, if you're listening right now, we're having some, having some bad weather here. So the internet might be cutting in and out. Hopefully it sounds not too bad for you, but we're trying to keep it, keep it good here. Keep the quality good. But, uh, yeah. just bear with us if it does go out and you hear some, some lagging or something, some storms going on outside. So anyway, back to, back to what we we're talking about. So that's, that's cool. You invest, you've literally invested everything. You sold your house, you put all your money into this business. Uh, does that come at the hands of your business coaching? Uh, did what, what kind of made you did, did the, did the coach, did that, those life lessons, yeah. the business yeah. lessons so, help you do that stuff? Or is that something you did yeah. beforehand? Yeah, it, it helped me do that stuff. You know, I, like I said, I reached out to Alex last year, um, went, looking into business coaching because I just felt stuck in where I was yeah. at, wanted to grow. Uh, so I actually flew down to go hang out with him one, one week. I wanted to, I wanted to learn what I wanted to learn his system. Yeah. And that dude is one of the most simplest people in the entire world. And he's got one of the biggest landscaping business right now. So, um, you know, he, he lived in a tiny home for, uh, well, whenever I went and saw him, he was, a uh, he just moved out of his wife's grandparents' basement. And this was last year. Yeah. And and you know just as well as I do how much Alex is crushed in, right oh, yeah. in South Carolina. Yeah. So I saw him and then we went to his uh went to his headquarters, you know, and he's got a tiny, like he's got a tiny, what are those tiny homes? Not not a tiny home, but like a oh gosh, like a 16 by 20. He's got, you know, two office admins in there and, and his manager. And then they have one of those shipping containers as their shop. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is awesome. Like I was just was thinking about there's no like there's literally no overhead, overhead like, yeah. of debt. He's he's borrowing some land. And so when I saw that last year, it was like it was like real to me. It's like you don't have to be like sexy. Like it doesn't have to be. Like you you're going out to make money and and build a business and who cares what anybody thinks? Yeah. Uh and, and so I saw that, you know, I worked with Alex last year. I saw how he was operating. I wanted the same thing. So I basically came and did the same thing. So what's funny is we are, um, we're actually my mom's selling the house. So I'm, I'm going to be renting somewhere here pretty soon, but we've got us an acre property that I'm mowing the owner's lot uh, to, to use it for our headquarters. And I've got shipping containers being ordered as our headquarters. So we'll have a we'll have an office shipping container. Yeah. And we'll have uh two shipping yeah. containers, 40 feet, um, 40 foot shipping containers for our uh, shop. And uh and so I'm 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 so excited. That's been our thing this week is cleaning up our old area and getting to our new one. Uh but uh but yeah, man, just staying staying out of the uh staying out of the overhead. And that's just something that I learned, you know, through investing in myself. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I uh, I, I agree with everything that you said there, and it's it's cool to see that you. I mean, you've sold everything, you went all in, you invested in yourself, and look how much it's helping you now. I mean, and it's like yeah. you were saying, Alex last year was in shipping containers. Now he's got his dream house paid for. He's got a dream yeah. setup, a dream shop, all that stuff, and he's running completely debt free. So that's what he can do for you. And 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 I'm not going to be the one to say that the debt is bad. I mean, I'll be I'll, I'm honest with everybody out there. I have some debt in my business that I leverage, and yeah. because the equipment is yeah. and and it's like you said, everybody's at a st- different stage in life. Uh, it, yep. and it depends on where you're at when you're starting your business. You, you can't sell your house if you have a wife and three kids, like you can't move into yeah, a tiny yeah, yeah. house. So exactly. Yeah. You can't and, and, go. Yeah. Ahead. I'm right there. With you. Yeah. There's, there's my, I've got a cousin that's one of the most successful people I've ever met. And he, he's always told me, man, you don't, you know, you can always, you know, I, he goes, I always borrow money. This yeah. guy's got more money, you know, and, and, but he's been such a good mentor for me and understanding, you know, how everything works. Um, but my thing was, is kind of really selling everything, you know, last, since last year, just really trying to put everything I've got into my business. And, and it's helped me a ton. It's, it's going to give us a chance to leverage a lot of things and, uh, and just keep growing. 
you know so yeah uh, yeah i totally get it i'm i'm engaged you know we're me and morgan we're getting married uh march 19th of next year so that's awesome uh, yeah so, i didn't know that i appreciate it yeah so she's a she would be really excited and uh you know i'm gonna have to we'll blow the house you know yeah i'm, I'm gonna have to be, you, know, yeah, I you ain't gonna be getting her in a tiny house i can promise you that no, i've already no, tried i've already tried that card that doesn't work uh but you know i know that there's there's some live things that are coming up and like you said everybody's at different stages in their life yeah yeah it is so. and so you just take this with whatever stage of life you're in and implement it however you can implement the principles that we talk about on here. And, uh, it's not every show isn't for everybody, but we do hope that you get something out of, uh, get something out of these shows. Well, so that's cool. You talk about what you did there. Let's talk about, uh, really, this is what I really want to get you on here. We're talking, uh, GAE. And and the first thing I said was like, man, this dude knows how to do Christmas lights. And I was like, no way. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the guy that knows how to do Christmas lights. has done it successfully is doing it successfully because I'm looking to get into it. And, uh, I, I want somebody who can give, and it, it really seems like a hidden gem in the, in the landscaping industry of a way to make money yeah. that not enough people do. So I want you to take this, take this segment yeah. over here and I want you to start from how you got into it and just, and just yeah. run, tell the story and, uh, kind of, kind of write a biography on it for everybody on, on how you've done it and give some advice yeah. for, for somebody else who's wanting to get into it. So I, I was on the fence. So it's, we started about three, we started three years ago and I was on the fence of, man, I want to do it, but I don't even know how to do it. I don't even know where to start. And uh, so, one of my suppliers had a uh, had a guy from a had a guy that that's the supplier for Christmas lights come and give a presentation at his local Ace Hardware. And he had free burgers and hot dogs. He's like, ah, I got nothing to lose, so let's go let's go check it out. So, uh, went to this deal and I really kind of met some guys that were doing it at the time, and uh, thought it'd be a good good way to invest some, you know, in our business throughout the off season, you know, going into, we get our last cuts in October, you know, we weren't really doing a whole lot of landscaping. then, so I wanted to have something that would keep us busy till December. And it was really just me and my brother towards the end of that, um, going in, uh, trying to stay busy. And, uh, so man, we kind of went in head first, didn't really have any plans. We weren't doing a whole lot of leaf removal, man. I got bad allergies. So we were doing the leaf removal. I was just killing me. <laughs> so I was trying to figure out anything. Like a bad industry do. to be in. Yeah, I know. Right. So I was trying to figure out everything I could do to not do leaf removal and uh, got into Christmas lights, man. We, we learned, I went in just with the whole mindset of learning, understanding it's not going to be as profitable as I thought it would be Yeah, going into it. But you know what, you know, what I'll decide to do is being an owner and operator and not having much overhead. You can make pretty good money. I mean, we made great money that first year. Yeah. Um, and just with the network we already had with all our lawns, uh, just saying, hey, we're doing Christmas lights this year. We'd love to help you out. That's we didn't it. have any yeah. idea what we were doing. We were using people, we were using people's lights. We were hanging them up for pennies on the dollar and making some money to get us through the winter. And uh, but we learned a lot, you know. Uh, we learned that we need to charge what we need to charge to, to make it happen. You know? Uh, so year two, year two ran, uh, came around, uh, and, uh, we progressed. We got a ton more houses. Now organic marketing was freaking crushing it. Um, and then year three came around and man, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was killer. It was awesome. So we, we, we had a heck of a year last year with light installations and, uh, it was it was it was awesome it was profitable kept you know we had uh i think we only had about we had four guys last year including myself so we stayed busy up until january um you know january 31st is the kind of last day of takedowns we tried to yeah um, so we pretty much both stayed busy and and we do a lot of duck hunting back here in oklahoma so we we were able to get in the blinds quite a bit and enjoy ourselves but um man it was such a it was such a profitable way to push us through the off season um, and the only way I was really looking at it is, yes, this can make me money now, but it can also pay for the guys that I've got throughout February. Exactly. And March. It just keeps That's what I heard somebody the other day that was talking about. It, it was like, even if you don't make a, a huge profit, if you break even every, every month, you're paying those, you're keeping those guys on. It pushes yeah. you into next spring where you're not, you're not having to go out and hunt for new guys that you had to lay off and, and they went on to something yeah. else. So even if it's not, if you're not bringing in yeah. a, a huge boatload of money if you can just make enough yeah. to turn a little bit of profit then then it's it's an added bonus so totally i, I want to talk details i mean i want to talk as yeah. much detail as you want to get into mm-hmm. when it comes to where do you buy your lights you buy online you have a local supply supplier like for me i don't have a local supplier so i'm looking online yeah. anybody that's looking at yeah. that's looking to get into it would you say reach out 
try to find somebody in the community first? How do you do that? Yeah, so I would find somebody in the community. You know, there is some stuff on on online where you can order, you know, the commercial grade C9 bulbs. Um, we've got a local, we've got a couple local suppliers. It's become a pretty decently sized industry here in Oklahoma. So there's I a lot of people. I think it's in the West. It's now. coming up more and more yes. because uh, I was talking to James Mansky. He's in, uh, where is he at? I don't remember. He's out West somewhere as well. And, um, He's doing it, and then I know another guy in Oklahoma that's doing it as well. So it, I know yeah. multiple people out there, and they're like, man, it's competition's growing. here. It's a growing industry for sure. Uh, we've gotten so many clients with the last three years that, like, we're, we're I'm pretty set on how we want to grow on keeping guys keeping guys busy. So now it's, like, really just become bread and butter, making some pretty good money going yeah. going out through that. But, um, but dude, like, the, 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 the most important thing was just keeping money in the bank to pay the guys throughout those slow months. Yeah. And, and like you and I just talked, like like you had mentioned, keeping the same guys, you're going to make more money during out the year because you're not having to teach anybody so exactly. much. Like they're going to be efficient. So the yeah. jobs are getting done a lot, a lot faster. Um, but uh, but yeah, we we the whole process of finding supplier, building a relationship with that supplier, and I've got I've got a guy right now that he's one of my suppliers for stuff. And when we're when we're running low on on anything. I shoot him a text and he has my order ready at the front counter and the guys come in and pick it up and go on to the next house. Like it's, that's awesome. It's become a pretty cool system for us. Yeah. So, uh, luckily for me, you know, we do have a, a lot of suppliers around. Um, I was mind blown when I went down there to South Carolina to be on Alex's podcast on lights. Um, that there wasn't many suppliers down there. Yeah. We don't have any um, down here. Literally. There's nobody around us. And that's, that's mind blowing because it's crazy up here, but you know, that's just that's just kind of giving you an incentive. Like, man, there's there's a huge opportunity there. It's an untouched market money. is what it is. It is, and and there is a lot of guys over the states and and whatnot. I've I've got, um, you know, connections with people that that do the lights. And there's really there's a different way to do it throughout. And there's so many different ways to do it and make really good really good money. Yeah. Um. But, uh, but yeah, we charge, you know, we do, we do the light installations by the linear foot, you yep. know, and, and, and everything can be measured pretty much Google maps, uh, locally, there's so many new housing neighborhoods going around here. So, so we the have images to, aren't up yet. Yeah. So yeah. you have to manually measure them. Uh, and there's, we found some, you know, nicks and some, some, some hidden things to, that I've learned in the past couple of years from the guys that, that do it, that makes it more efficient where you don't, cause I've been on the roofs, like rolling a measuring tape around no, the no way. Yeah, I, I uh, uh, funny story. This was the beginning of season last year. I was just all in. I was ready to crush it, and we had a slight drizzle. And I had a a, a person call me from an extremely high end neighborhood and was like, "Hey, we want lights." And I'm like, "I'm gonna go there, quote this. I know I'm gonna get the job." So it's like slight drizzling. I'm on top of the roof, rolling a measuring wheel on this lady's roof lines, and uh, I got down and sent in the quote and didn't get the job. And I promised myself that it's the last time I'm walking on a stinking roof. Uh, measuring with the wheel there's got to be an easier way so i you know reached out to some guys and learned learned you know you can do it by google maps taking pictures measuring shingles you know and there's a lot better ways to do it than just being completely right on the money yeah but, yeah i've i've actually so i i mean i'm literally it's my first year i've measured one house up to this point but i actually yeah. just use the measuring app on my iphone uh i yeah. now if it's too high it won't pick it up but if it's yeah. if it's low enough shoot. roof it can shoot yeah. pretty far. You can shoot that. You can shoot lasers. You know, I've learned. I love that. I see the light spool in the background. You're uh, in the camera. Oh, yeah. yeah. I see those C9 sockets. Yeah, I got it all sitting <laughs> back here. I still got to put them together and stuff. I'm going to be out of town next week, but then as soon as we get back, they're going up. So yeah. um, that that's yeah. funny. They're all sitting back there. But, yeah. well, <clears throat> so we're talking about suppliers. Make that relationship. What's the next step? The next step for me, I mean, it was order material. Uh, in my case, and you might, you can might say this is wrong and, and I'd be fine if you tell me I was wrong. So, cause I can learn yeah. from this. In my case, yeah. I ordered the material ahead of time before I sold the jobs so that when I sold the jobs, I knew I had the material in case, cause the way labor, the way, uh, shortages are right now, it's hard to get stuff. So I was like, yeah. I ordered 1500 feet ahead of time and, and it's an investment for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I spent over, well over a thousand dollars on this stuff. So what would you say to somebody? Would you say sell the job and then order the stuff, order the stuff, then sell the jobs? Uh, what's well, your true, honest opinion on it? You know, it's tough, Jeremiah, because we're in such different areas. Like you said, there's not many suppliers for you. So yeah. you have to have that stuff on you. Like for yourself, you have to order that stuff. You have to have it in your inventory. Before you commit to a job. Uh, to get the, the job. 
Exactly. For me, I have a supplier right up the street. So you sell you know, the job. So, and then so it was it. easier for me. I sell the job and got stuff. However, I ordered I ordered thousands of dollars of, of material early this year because yeah. I knew I was going to sell those jobs. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm in a different situation where, where I can I can actually have that inventory and not be you know worried about not selling because I I know I will. Yeah. Um. But but getting into it, um. You know. If you don't have a supplier nearby, I think you did the exact, you did this, you did the right thing. Order, you know, 1500 feet of C9 wire and, and either warm white or clear, like warm yeah, white. Yeah, I just did all warm whites. White. That's the only thing I'm offering. Yeah. We'll sell more warm white and pure white jobs. We, we sold, uh, we sold four today. Really? And, uh, you know, and that's, that's, that's four, four jobs at 250 feet. Um, you know, and yeah. that was just in one day and that was a, terrible day because it's been raining so like yeah. uh you're gonna you're gonna blow through those so if you're, if you're just not getting into it warm white pure white 1500 feet of of uh which actually yeah you can do yeah you do 500 feet so 1500 feet c9 wire um that's a good start it'll get you a but, few houses man, that if, that if was my have thing. a supply yeah and your average i mean our average house is about 250 feet yeah. i mean that's kind yeah. of been our that's our average so, you know, out of 1500 feet, you're getting, you know, you're getting a decent, decent, you know, who knows how many houses or what, you know, what the size is going to yeah. be exactly, but um, you'll get, you'll get some good, you'll get some good houses out of that. And, you know? and it's just one thing that I've picked up, you're just going to learn as you go, kind of self-educate there's stuff on, there's is some stuff on YouTube about it, but let's break it down really quick here before, cause this is, this is the route that I wanted to go with this podcast is Christmas yeah. life specific, you know, the knowledge, let's break it yeah. down to the little stuff. Cause the stuff that I didn't know a month ago. What is C9 yeah. wire? What is C9 lights? Yeah. What are the, that type of stuff? Cause if, if I was listening a month and a half ago, I would say, what is, what is a C9? Yeah. Like, what, what is this guy mean? talking about? Yeah. Like yeah. what does that mean? So <laughs> I, I'm hoping yeah. to hit somebody out there that's like, man, this is cool. I've thought about it, but I don't know anything about it. Uh, this is informative. Yeah. So, so kind of hit on, take it all the way down to the little stuff about. Yeah. So your, your, your most common commercial grade um, bulb is a C9 bulb, which is kind of like, um, you see ads of hospitals and stuff being lit up. Those are all C9 bulbs. Um, so that's your basic, your basic C9 wire. So um, what Jeremiah is saying is on a spool, you can have a, he's got, I think you got a thousand foot spool behind you. Uh, so, yeah, I think so it's a thousand. So you got a thousand feet on a C9 wire, which is wire with the bulb screw ins and everything's a foot. You can either get 15, 15 inch spacing or 12 inch spacing. Um you know, for us, we sell a lot of the commercial jobs. We do we do fifteen inch spacing. So for anybody getting into it that wants to have a little bit more That's knowledge, what I did on mine. you save you'll you'll save and make more money um, because you won't be using as many materials. So yeah, um, and you're not so going to tell that big of a difference. Yeah, you won't tell big of a difference, especially in a big commercial building. Um, but they're a thousand feet. Um, so so say you know you're you're wanting to get into it, don't know how to do it, go out to a house, measure you know all the gutters, the roof lines, the peaks. Um, and that'll give you, you know, what we're doing is we're, we're measuring everything right to the exact bulb, which, you know, there's a different ways to do it faster, but, um, and then quoting it, you know, per linear foot, um, charging one thing we didn't do for the first couple of years was like charge for like, you'll have that, that I think it's, I can't think of that it's SR or something, the, the, the blank wire, we just call it blank wire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you, you use a lot of that. You the know, extension you know, stuff, that. the stuff that ties in. Yeah. You make your own extension stuff, cords. Yeah. Um, and makes it invisible, but um, you'll you'll have all those male females, um, and then you'll have like the females where you can you can break off the other end, and they slide right on that wire. And yeah, um, so that's how you connect the wire, from what I've done. yeah, yeah. So you just have you know, everything's all LED, so we don't do any incandescent lights at our yeah no. I'm not going our around. we we turned on so many jobs because it's way dated and it uses more energy and it's yeah. more difficult, but. Um, the lights is just pretty much like we had a training day today. We had, we had, uh, we had five guys on those four new jobs that we did today. And my brother's kind of, he's kind of, he's the manager right now for all our crews. And so we did a breakdown of how we do it. And the guys got it after the first house. So, so we'll have three crews out next week installing lights, um, and, and confident that they're going to be done the right. Uh, but after the first house, you'll be like, why? This is so simple. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, the, um, so, you just gotta, it's, it's just, just a, a breakthrough at the entry. You just got to get into it. You just, you just gotta, you gotta do it. And it's intimidating at first. Cause you just like, you know, like I was like, I don't want to mess anything up. You, once you do it, you'll be like, man, this is easy. And then really add that to your landscape or lawn business and implement it. And, and you'll, you'll, 
you'll just see results, keep, you know, making that money and, yeah. and, and stashing it and then, and then paying, having that money on hand for. So for, for y'all, so do y'all just do houses or do y'all do shrubs and everything? So we, we do shrubs and everything, you know, those mini okay. LEDs yep. uh, that you can really upsell, upsell a ton of jobs uh, doing landscape lighting. Uh, so, so lighten up everything, everything's connected to the same wire. So when that timer goes off, everything lights up at the same time. And that's so, that's so stinking cool and at night. And you can run all that off of that one timer for the most part, right? I mean, this being an really LED. Really nice, yeah, yeah. Especially all LEDs, yeah, it's just so simple. I mean, everything's just uh, right off one one electrical outlet um, and, and one one timer, and everything yeah. is right up sync, sync to the same thing. So we're talking about pricing, and I know this is we're not going to give anything away, and it's everybody's market is different for sure. I've heard people talk. Yeah. I've heard people talk three to five foot. I've heard people talk $10 a foot in some markets. Yeah. Um, yep. For you, and, and this is, like I said, I, you have competition. There's, this is a national broadcast and worldwide broadcast. Yeah. Anybody can be listening. So don't give away anything too that could hurt you. But <laughs> what are the basics yeah. when it comes to pricing? Because that's that's what I want to hear. When I'm looking for information on stuff, I want to know how am I supposed to price this stuff? Am I supposed to price it for $3 a foot plus the light cost or $3 a foot, including the light cost and eat it the first year and hope you retain them the next year. Uh, yep. Or where, where are you at? Five to seven so, foot, three to five foot. I mean, just a rough estimate for somebody that's trying to get into it. And it, like I said, self-educate your own market, uh, get somebody out to quote your house and then you can kind of see yep. where your market's at. But so what would you I, say? I had so many people, uh, whenever I reached out to a lot of people like, man, you got to eat it the first year, you know, when you really make your money the next year. And I was like, I, I want to make my money the first year. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not going to go out here and do this for fun. Like I want to, I, I, this isn't a hobby. This is, this is, you know, yeah, it's this a business. Is my life. So, uh, went into the mindset of breaking down the exact cost that cost us on materials. And then what I did the first couple of years was I found my cost that I wanted per, per linear foot. Yep. It's kind of the average around here. So I found that cost and then I, and then I got the cost of materials. Um, so then I simply upcharged the materials just maybe 50, 60 cents more per foot mm -hmm. and was pretty, pretty tight, pretty tight on margin. Um, but, but had my, had my labor cost per foot. And then I added that cost in for the first year. And then the next year was just the labor cost. Okay. So, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so you have your you have your you have your price that you're making per linear foot, and then you have your price of materials. And the first year, I was just up upcharging those materials, selling them to the customer. And then what I did was I offered a five year warranty in all those LED bulbs. Um, was that if, if you stored were, them though? If Lambert Lawn Solutions stored the lights. Yep. Customer got five year warranty on the bulbs, and that was a huge sale. And you charge um, storage? It sounds right? great. I'm, and I started the storage fee. So, yep. so adding that into the cost of the price um, was, was huge. Um, and, and I think I had out of, we were, I think we're at right over a hundred houses last year. Um, I had maybe two or three say, well, we want to keep the lights because we, you know, we just built this house and we have so much storage. It's not a big deal. Yeah. They lose the warranty on the bulbs. Um, but so far we've been back to every of those houses, we, those three houses we, we have this year on schedule cool. for the next week of inflation. So, so do you, uh, <clears throat> This is a good topic. I know, and it may, you might not know this if you're trying to get into it, or uh, maybe if you've done a little bit of research, you know, the, the surface level stuff. Are you strictly uh, renting, strictly letting them own, or are you doing a mixture of both? Man, so last year I really got into trying out the renting process. Um, I, I had a lot of people reach out to me, and because uh, I, because I, man, I dove head first in the Christmas life stuff. So I really reached out to a lot of people and, and really learned the system. But I had a lot of people renting out the lot of their, like renting out their lights model. Um, and it's, that's gotten really tough where I'm at because of the, you know, like we had talked about how popular it's gotten. Yeah. Um, so I, I was having a hard time renting out the lights, but I was having a really profitable um, selling to the customer and storing them. So we still, we still rent out the lights to a lot of our customers because they like changing up the, and that's another thing. If you're going into it, you want to make sure that it says in your customer agreement that whenever you're selling them lights and you're storing them, when they want a color change, that's on them because that's more time out of your, that's more time out of your schedule that you have to change that color set to their standards, if that makes sense. Yeah. So we ran with the business model of renting um, and, and our punchline was you can change your lights every single year. And, and so we, we sold a lot on that of customers being like, well, Hey, we can change our lights every year. Why don't we just rent them? And then rather than buying them and having the same color every year, 
but that was that was kind of our only that was our only big kind of selling on the renting lights i guess um you charge a little but, more for renting is that, if i'm correct right yeah yeah charge more for renting and um you know, we had, I would say probably 20 to 30% more than what we would charge for buying and storing for the customer. Yeah. And, uh, and it, it seemed to be an okay model. We didn't, man, out of, we weren't, we weren't landing a good percentage of quotes on that, on that model though, but we did land some and, and we'll make some really good money this year because of that. Um, but it was just, uh, that was tough. That was tough. We, we weren't getting as many jobs as, as we were selling to the customer and storing. So, so overall this, the, the, Customer owning the lights is the bigger. That's what you do the most of. For me, it has been. Uh, that's what I've heard. For maybe that I've watched and learned, that's what I mean. And, and for me personally, this year getting into it, I'm only going to do the selling option. I'm not going to offer any renting. And that's a good way to get started. You know, for you, Jeremiah, as you, you get into it a little bit, you know, getting in there, getting those lights sold, and storing them, you start. You know, you're going to start building a name for yourself around yeah. your community. And hey, Jeremiah does lights. Well, then you know you get two or three years in your belt, and you're like, all right we're making good money now. Let's start the business renting model and see if you can't, you know, get, you know, 10 or 12 of those, uh, renting lights. And then you got those lights. Those are, those are, those are your lights. Yeah. So, so you they're can make paying some, for your own you know, more money. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's, that's a good model to get into, I think for, for sure. Um, but you know, just for where I'm at locally, you know, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we were having a hard time, uh, of renting out the lights. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's cool, man. Well, I don't really have, do you have anything else that, I mean, that I, maybe that I'm missing, uh, when it comes to the whole Christmas light thing, some advice you would give to somebody, uh, because I'm, like I said, I'm still new. Yeah, so yeah. What, what would you give? Well, I, I, you know, you, you've got to try it. If you've thought about trying it, just go to your, I mean, I know a lot of these guys that are probably listening to this are cutting grass and landscaping, go to your, longest customer you've ever had and be like listen if i put lights in your house you know would you be interested in just let me do this and you pay for my you know you pay for the materials so you learn the process yep anybody that's wanting to get into it um you know do that um learn learn how easy it is um and then and then just slowly get into it now don't dive head first into it because you can get <laughs> you can give yourself a heart like you can have a headache if you get into it too deep right off the bat. I mean, yeah. you have to learn, learn the system. Um, because if you don't people, majority of people want them up before Thanksgiving so they can turn them on afterwards. And you're going to have about 20 people calling you asking where your lights are. And it's the day before Thanksgiving. Yep. Uh, been there and done that, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a slow process. I think the first year for sure, get all your, get all your, you know, main customers you've had over the years, just offer that service, learn the service and then, and then kind of dive into it. But, I will say, uh, you know, me and Alex talked a little bit. I think we're going to actually, I say, we think I know on our Instagram, we're going to start cranking out how to do videos because I've had a lot of people reach out to me on Christmas lights specifically since his podcast. Yeah. And so everybody listening on you here now, um, you know, on our Instagram, we're going to start next week for sure. Cause we're, we've got, we're going to have a ton of people out installing. I'll go over how to videos, how to do so, um, you know, how the installation works, how, how we do it, um, how simple it is, how, how takedowns, how we do takedowns, um, and really kind of help and educate people in the industry on how they can really help themselves in their business. Yeah. Well, I love it, man. Well, this is, man, we're going on 50 minutes here. This has been really cool. <laughs> I know. I was sitting here looking and I was like, it's 10 06. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's getting late. We, we've, this has been a good show. So, well, as we wrap it up here, unless you have anything else to say about the Christmas lights thing, I, th- I think that's a lot of value that we brought. And, and if you're out there uh, listening, reach out and, and, uh, I think Trey would be more than happy to help you with yeah, the questions. Absolutely. You got. I'd, be, I'd be super happy. But I do want you to hit right here as we wrap things up. We've talked already about the importance in investing in yourself. And um, what would you say to somebody who's, and, and on my podcast, I think I have a lot of newer guys, younger guys that are listening, uh, the guys mm-hmm. that are getting into it. And, and maybe, maybe you're not younger. Maybe you're just a first year business owner, but you could be 35 or 40. It doesn't matter. The, yeah. the business coaching thing and investing in yourself. I, it's a it's a controversial topic business coaching yeah. i've heard people say oh, yeah. it's a waste of money i'm not doing that uh and why would i pay somebody else to do something i'm capable of learning myself and teaching myself so give yeah. some give two or three minutes here of of what your take on business yeah. coaching was and uh and advice for somebody who's out there that's thinking about it or on the fence about it 
Yeah. So, you know, at first I was kind of right, right on the fence for sure. Um, you know, it was a lot of money and, uh, you know, I didn't know if I had it, you know, I, I was worried, I was worried if I spent it, you know, if it would be, um, worth it, you know, and, and you get on Instagram and you see, you know, those big influencers on, on selling crypto or whatnot. And there you, Hey, buy my program and I'll teach you how to do this. Yeah. Um, so I was very controversial on that, but, but found some guys, you know, I've actually worked with two different business coaches on, on two different things. And so that's, that's, uh, after working with Alex, I realized the value in it, you know, and so I really, uh, put it, put it towards myself, but, you know, find somebody that's within your industry that, that you're interested in and, uh, you know, and, and, and that may offer business coaching. We, you and I both know that Alex offers it, you know, with, with his own business. And, and, uh, so anybody in the green industry, if, if, you know, if you're wanting to really build a, build a business and want to know how, you know, he's, he's for sure somebody that me and Jeremiah both know personally. So, so we know where, where his heart is and, and how much he enjoys helping people. And, um, you know, it's, it's for sure something that right on the fence, I was really skeptical about how, you know, how it would, how it'd work. I was just thinking somebody's going to take my money and, and, you know, get a couple lessons and then call it good. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, it can go as far as you take it, make sure you do your research, um, yeah, make sure you do your research and finding but before you, before you Venmo somebody, uh, you know, X amount of hundreds of dollars, uh, and say, uh, yeah, you know, I want to join the program, make sure they're, make sure that they care about your success. You know, there's a lot of guys out there that are Instagram famous that can give, you know, two cares less about what you and you know, your business is. Yeah. So, so, so just do your research. And, uh, I've seen Corey Ballard say this multiple times. We were talking about, I was on the fence. It's a lot of money. I, I don't know if I can afford it. It's not, it's not that you can't afford it. You can't afford not to. In some situations, yeah. that's the thing. It's it's not that you can't. People are like I can't afford to go to GA. I can't afford to take the trip. Can't afford. You can't afford not to. You cannot afford yeah. not to invest back into yourself and into your business. And that's such a big thing at first, Jeremiah. For sure, it's like people understanding that is like uh, you know I was always for sure like I want to put what, if I had you know five hundred dollars I I want to go get a, another used mower or something you know. Yeah. Never in the beginning, if I would have invested that five hundred dollars into a mentor or a coach, I would be man. It would have paid off so much more. Yeah. Um, and then also for people that are kind of getting getting started, is just network. I mean, doesn't even have to be the same industry. Go find go find the guy that has the just biggest heat and air business yeah. in town, and he's running twenty. He's running twenty trucks and buy him a cheaper and tell him world are you doing this yeah um and just soak it in soak in everything i i network all the time on guys that you know especially around here that have, that are got huge businesses and, and how do you do that you know and just be a be an annoying sponge i mean just like yeah. ask people yeah, questions right. and, yeah and, uh, and, and network and then and if anybody is also on the fence at like gie you know next year I got so many awesome relationships, like, you know, Jeremiah, like more friends now. And, and, and we've talked, you know, a lot since GIE. Yeah, and so yeah. I wouldn't have done that. And I'm getting to learn, you know, stuff from you. And, uh, there's, there's multiple other people that, you know, I've connected with and asked questions and, uh, that trip, you know, what's to say it costs. Yeah. I, I rented a car and drove, but just say, say you have a thousand dollars and you're like, what can I do with this thousand dollars? Well, one thing is to try to GIE next year and, and network and talk to people and rent a car. I, I rented a car and drove down there and stayed, you know, stayed with that house. We all split, yeah. split, split it three ways and rented a house together. And, uh, but you know, I took the value out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, I talked to anybody and everybody. Um, and I even had, I'm, I'm connected now with Corey Ballard. He texted me and said, Hey, Trey is awesome meeting with you. And if you have any questions or how you want to grow your business, holler at me and like that right there that right there is like that's worth every thousand dollars yeah yeah every bit and that's uh, goes back to hey guys if you're on the fence on on investing yourself that right there just kind of shows you how much it how much value i got out of it yeah and now i'm sitting here with this podcast and i'm able to share that with all your listeners yeah Yeah. and uh so i love it i love it well we got one final question for you and this is Uh, this is one that I ask everybody. It's kind of a newer segment we're doing here. Uh, we've been doing it probably the last 10, 15 episodes, but it's a, it's the question that I love hearing the most. Uh, and I actually heard, uh, heard Corey Ballard talk about this at GIE, but what is your why? What is your why for selling a house and going all into your business and being an entrepreneur? Uh, what, what makes you get up and, and what gives you the drive every day to go do what you do? 
So my why is, uh, you know, I, I do want to, I want to provide a good living for me and my future family, you know, me getting married here in March, I, you know, I'm, I'm excited to, to have the opportunity to provide, you know, with my family. And I want to um, also, you know, own a business and, and pass it down to the next generation, but, but I'll never forget. So we have a, we have a, a convenience store that's blown up and it started out of Tulsa and it's blown up all over the world. But it's called Quick Trip, and I know a lot of people probably have them in their yeah. towns, and if yeah. not, they're they're coming. But the owner and CEO came to my college, in which I was. It's a small college, it's local. And the owner and CEO came into my class and spoke about how his dad started Quick Trip, and he said he started it with the full intentions of giving other people an opportunity to have a good life. And and so, as I look back to where I'm going, starting my business, I'm going to be able to give guys a good life. You know, I'm going to be able to give guys a good job. And that's kind of what my why is, is, is creating that for, for other people, you know, and, and I'm, I've really become obsessed with systems. So like the money of the success does not, and, you know, fascinate me on any way. It's, it's more of building a successful system and providing other people's, you know, for other people's living. I've got, I've got three guys right now on the team that all have kids. Um, yeah, you're literally so responsible cool. for them. Yeah. It's so cool that like Lambert Lawn Solutions is providing that family. And yeah. that, that's the, that is one of the coolest things I'll get to wake up to. I'm drinking my coffee about to start today. I'm like, I'm literally providing for these guys and their families. Yeah. And that's for me, that's, that's the biggest win that I could possibly have. Hey, that's awesome. I love that answer. I love I mean, everybody's so different. That's the thing. Like, that's why I like asking the question because everybody's just so different. You'll have some that are the same, provide for your family. But those are good answers. I mean, there's nothing wrong with those. But then you got those like that where you just want to give back to your guys. You want to have a team that uh, you invest in. And and here's the thing: you are providing for them, but they're providing for you. That's like it's a two way street there. If you don't treat them the right way, how are they going to yeah. provide for you? And so it's a uh, I don't know if you if, yeah, if you want I, the opportunity to provide for them, you have to treat them the right way. Yeah, I had one of them come up to me uh, last week and like, man, I've never had a boss before push, you know, getting our forty hours in the week. Like a lot of guys, you know, they would either work them until they're seventy five hours, or they work them until they're thirty, and there's just. But this guy, man, I love how you like when we have rain days, you're having us come in together, like. I I have to have you guys for us to, to, for this wheel to keep turning. Yeah. Um. So you know, just just really caring about them and 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 uh, and having a blast doing it, man. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Well, internet's getting a little rough here. We're gonna wrap this one up. It's been a really fun show. Uh, thank you for coming on here and spending your time tonight. Uh, it's it's an honor to have you on the show. Yeah, man. We appreciate. It's time, man. We uh, look forward to looking forward to growing together. Absolutely, buddy. Absolutely. Well, where can everybody find you on social media? Lambert Lawn Solutions. Lambert, uh, we, Lambert uh, Lawn Solutions. On Instagram. Yeah. Lambert Lawn Solutions. Uh, I about said at Gmail, which is like, you yeah, know, <laughs> but no, it's just Lambert Lawn Solutions. Uh, Lambert Lawn Solutions on Instagram and Facebook. Okay. Good deal, man. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. It's been a really fun episode. Thanks for your time tonight, Trey. Like I said, guys, uh, apologies for the internet, but it just is what it is. We uh, got a good interview, and and there's a few times you might have to figure out what everybody's saying, but I think you're still going to get a lot of value out of this. If you're still listening to this point, I know you did uh, because you (laughs) you invested and you, you stuck around. So thank you so much for listening. If you would, leave us those important ratings and reviews. It really means a lot to us that um you that you do that and we're actually getting quite a few rolling in here and it's it means a lot to me that people are listening people are giving their feedback and uh, i I always accept negative feedback too so i mean if there's stuff we need to fix uh definitely definitely reach out and let us know but i love the definitely love the the positive feedback for sure it's what keeps us going when i look on there and see that uh it's it's touching somebody it's like you're saying giving back you're touching somebody else's life you're helping them out in their business that's what i'm doing it for i'm doing it for the other guys out there that are listening so thank you to everyone out there who's listening whatever day it is i hope you're having a great day spend time with your family Uh, make sure you know what's important in life uh where you're going to spend your eternity uh what what kind of family you have how you're how you're living your life how the relationships that uh you have in your life how you're treating the people around you so Whatever it may be, guys, just just excel, just crush whatever you're doing in whatever industry, whatever field you're in. So thank you for tuning in, and we hope to catch up with you here on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green Landscapes podcast. 
We know you have many other podcast options to choose from, and don't take it for granted that you chose to spend some time with us today. You can connect with Jeremiah Jennings at Growing Green Landscapes on Instagram or use the link in the show description. Don't forget to smash the follow button on the podcast and leave those five-star ratings and reviews. We hope you crush it in your business and hope to catch you on our next episode.